Hello, and welcome to Scare You to Sleep. I'm your host, Shelby Scott. If you're a fan of the guided nightmares, please stay tuned after this week's stories for a special message about them. Now, on to this week's stories. This week, it's short, but very sweet. These stories are both incredibly haunting. Haunting, you say? Why, yes, I did, in fact. The name of our first story this week is A Haunting by Marissa Yates. Dear Diary, I have grave news to report. I fear my once peaceful home is, in fact, haunted. It pains me to say it. I've spent days attempting to convince myself otherwise, to reach a more pleasant conclusion. Alas, my efforts have been in vain. There is simply no other possibility that so thoroughly and satisfactorily explains these occurrences. I shall start at the beginning. Perhaps dictating my experience will enlighten me to the truth. As you know, this has been my home for as long as I can remember. I grew up here, and content childhood memories grace these rooms. It is, I suppose, why I have chosen to stay here. Nowhere else soothes me so. The bright yellow wallpaper in my bedroom warms my heart and brings joy to my mind. It is a fixture in my earliest memories. My mother had such a way with colors. It was as if she knew that yellow was the color of my soul. Likewise, my furniture remains as it was. My canopied bed brings dreams of royalty and riches. The dark-stained bureau is finely crafted and so heavy that I do not feel I would be able to move it even if I wished to do so. White paint peels off the thick windowsill where I used to sit and read my novels. I must confess, as a child I loved to pick at the thick, malleable paint and peel it off in long strips. Some spots peeled easily and cleanly, while some chipped, but I refused to relinquish their tenuous hold. It fascinated me. The window overlooks the manicured grounds. My father had a vast garden of rose bushes planted for my mother. Stone paths were laid throughout the garden, creating a labyrinth of fragrant red and white buds and sharp thorns that were carefully kept far from the path with weekly trimmings. I remember playing hide-and-seek with my mother there, sun-soaked stones warming my feet. 
and the rich floral scent filling my nose. I see my mother running towards me, her hair escaping its intricate knot and framing her freckled face as she catches me up in her arms and spins us around in a blur of fabric and loose petals and laughter. My apologies. Nostalgia has distracted me. I simply meant to convey my attachment to the dwelling. It is, I feel, necessary to fully understand why the situation distresses me so. You see, nearly a fortnight has passed since I first noticed something unusual. I was sitting in the high-backed velvet chair by the fireplace, reading one of my stories. It was a cold evening, and while the fire warmed my left side, my right was vastly aware of the chill. As I turned the page, I noticed a distinct warmth pass through me like a summer breeze. Naturally, it startled me. I could think of no logical explanation for such a thing. It disappeared as quickly as it came, and I assured myself it was merely my imagination. But, not even two days later, as I was preparing an evening meal, my candle extinguished on its own accord. I stared at the thin tendril of smoke curling toward the ceiling. No windows open, no draft present, and no worldly explanation for yet another odd event. I lie awake for most of that night. Since then, it has only escalated. Warm spots dart about the house. The candles blow out at an invisible will and the closed guest room doors open to unseen hands. I must say, my nerves have been the true victim of this experience. Every creak and groan of the old settling house causes me to leap out of my skin, and I am unceasingly anxious in the one place I should feel truly safe. I dare say I have even spotted the form of a stranger moving through the shadows on more than one occasion. It is happening more often, almost daily now. I fear what the future may bring. I will write again soon, as I come to terms with what is happening and consider possible solutions. This is, after all, my home. I will not share it. Things are much, much worse. I long for the days of warm spots and extinguished candles. This house is most certainly haunted. I have seen the ghosts on multiple occasions. I even heard their voices yesterday. There is not one, but three of them. How on earth there could be one ghost is beyond me, let alone three. How could there be ghosts if no one has lived here but me? Perhaps my paranormal education is subpar. I was of the belief that ghosts only inhabited the place in which they perished, 
However, I was clearly mistaken. I will attempt to describe the forlorn souls which I have seen, but their garments were unusual. I fear I do not have the appropriate words. Thus far, I have seen a man, a woman, and a young girl. The man was clean-shaven and handsome, but wore odd blue trousers and a shirt with a faded picture on the front. The woman, to my astonishment, wore an almost identical outfit. Her picture shirt was tucked into the blue bottoms, whereas the man's was not. The young girl had a checkered dress of bright pink with two different shoes. One was a fancy black dress shoe, the other was blue with white on the bottom and had laces like a man's boot. I have never heard of ghosts in such dress. It is truly curious, and were I not in fear of my life, I suppose I would wish to speak with them. Alas, as I am seeing them frequently, I presume they have taken up permanent residence. This will not do. They entered my home uninvited and unwanted, and I have no choice but to put a stop to this nonsense. Yet, I have never encountered a ghost before. What is one to do about such a thing? I know no priests or mediums, so I have dedicated much of my time to praying. I will write again, and if my prayers are answered, all will be well once again. Dear Diary, It is odd, but since the ghosts arrived, I almost believe the other things have been changing. The yellow wallpaper in my room seems faded, worn, older than it truly is, and a glance to the garden yesterday sent shivers up my spine. There were no roses on the bushes. The day before, it had been a canvas of red and white and green. Yet, all I could see was brown. It was as if winter had fallen overnight, sending the bushes to an early slumber. As I'm sure you've surmised, my prayers have gone unanswered. The ghosts frighten me so, and I have taken to spending almost all my time in my room. I find I'm not hungry these days, and have no need to venture to the kitchen or outside for a stroll. I'm thankful for that. I am sure it is because of my nerves. I continue to pray, and hold on to hope that I will wake up from this nightmare soon. The ghosts seem to be most active when I am trying to sleep. They bang around, and I swear they must be moving my mother's beautiful furniture. I suppose I will go check for sure when I am finished writing. I would never dream of changing anything in this house, and the thought of them disturbing the beautiful rooms brings tears to my eyes. My mother would be absolutely heartbroken. She had poured such care and love into this house and into our family. When I think of her, my anger overpowers my tears. 
I must do something to evict them. They are ruining my home. Praying has not been working, and I'm finding it harder to do. I am always exhausted afterwards. It is if it steals away with my energy. It seems as if everything steals my energy lately. I suppose my next plan is to venture out of my room when they seem to be asleep. I will assess their damages, and perhaps there is something I can do to remind them that I am here and they are not welcome. Is it possible they could be unaware of my presence? Perhaps they came believing this house was empty. I shall attempt peaceful contact first and foremost, as is proper. We'll write again soon. Dear Diary, everything is terribly wrong. I was correct in presuming that they were rearranging my mother's furniture, but that is not the worst thing I discovered. No. They are not only moving the furniture, they are removing it from the house entirely. My father's large oak desk is sitting on the back porch as I write. When it was in his study, I could feel his presence, smell the smoke from his pipe, see him sitting at it, the end of his pen between his pursed lips and his left hand shoved into his hair, sticking strands up every which way. He always said that that was where he could focus best. But when I gazed upon it through the closed door, I saw nothing but a pile of wood. They had stolen my home, and now they were stealing my family. I investigated the entire downstairs, feeling more like a stranger in every room. It is remarkable but I almost feel like I was trespassing on them. As I toured the foreign rooms, a board creaked behind me. I froze, terrified of encountering one of them face to face. I gathered my courage and turned to find the outline of the small girl in the doorway. A bright light streamed in from behind her dark figure, and I could barely make out a stuffed creature clasped in one arm. We stared at each other, neither of us moving, for what felt like an eternity. Could she see me? None of them had shown any sign that they had seen me, and due to my fear of them, I had put in careful effort to avoid them as they made themselves more comfortable around the house. But it would stand to reason that ghosts could see us more than we could see them wouldn't it? Perhaps they had been acting this entire time, pretending that I was not there and attempting to play games with my mind. Without warning, the girl had erupted in a blood-curdling wail. I leapt into the air, frightened beyond belief, and flew to the door across the room to escape. As I fled to the safety of my room, I heard heavy footfalls cascading down the stairs and frantic woes crying out for the girl. I had no desire to know what was happening. I slammed my door behind me and trembled as I grasped at the key and locked the door as quickly as possible. 
Why on earth would a ghost be afraid of a human? Is it simply because she was young? Children are scared of most things at that tender age. Perhaps the poor thing was too young to understand that she was a ghost at all. There simply shouldn't be such young ghosts. It is horrendous, and I cannot bear to think of what sent her to the other side of the veil. Thus, here I am, locked in this horrible room. I hate it, and cannot imagine why I used to love it. Did I truly love it before? I do not remember. The wallpaper is tearing away from the wall at the seams. The faded yellow is sickening. It is the color of illness and dread. Dust coats the bureau and fills the air, suffocating me as I stare out into what had once been the garden. It is nothing but thorns and death now. I have not tasted food nor slept in weeks. Surely I will not survive long in this state. My skin is thin and dry, and I can feel my bones through it. My eyes feel sunken. I can't remember the last time I saw a mirror, but I am certain they are ringed by dark circles and worry lines. My dress is dirty and tattered and unflattering, but I cannot seem to find a change of outfit. I am so very tired and want nothing more than to slip into the comfort of sleep. I suppose there is nothing left to do now but lie in bed and hope for rest. Dear diary, rest will not grant me peace. Staying in bed is torture. I ache and hurt all over and cannot find comfort. I have taken to pacing the house when the ghosts seem to be in their own dream world. I wander the hallways that I used to run through. I drift through the rooms that I no longer recognize as my own. I am careful to avoid the girl ghost, as she seems fragile. The man, her father, I presume, has never looked at me. He must be the best at maintaining their facade. The woman, her mother, has locked eyes with me on a number of occasions, but still pretends not to see me. They are winning this game they started. Somehow they came into my home and removed my things, and yet I am the one who tiptoes around them. If I were not so tired, it would surely be too much for my heart. I wish it were. I long to feel sadness, to feel my eyes burn and hot tears flow down my face. I long to cry for what I have lost, for my family, for my home, for myself. I long to feel anything besides exhaustion and unease. I don't avoid them anymore. I watch them. I watch the father lift his little girl into the air and spin her around while her laughter fills the air. 
I watched the mother clean and sweep the house, humming to herself. I watched them argue and get angry at each other for forgetting to put a coaster under their glass or for leaving the keys in the front door. I watched them cry. I watched them comfort each other. I watched them make silly faces and laugh. I watched them eat dinner together and kiss each other goodnight. I watched them sleep peacefully. I watched them live. You know, one thing I've always struggled with is finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. Plus, I am not the best with numbers, but now I use Rocket Money and it does all that for me. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month, so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, they'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. And I know you do not have the time or mental bandwidth to deal with customer service, but don't worry, they'll deal with customer service for you. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of 5 hundred million dollars in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash scare you to sleep. That's rocketmoney.com slash scare you to sleep. Rocketmoney.com slash scare you to sleep. gray. It blends and bleeds together, and I can't tell anything apart. I believe I may be going insane. A thought has invaded my mind, weaving and wrapping itself around my thoughts. It pesters me, urging me to open my eyes. It begins as a whisper. It's crescendo as smooth and gradual as an expert pianist's. Now it screams and pulses inside of me and I can't ignore it any longer. I am afraid it speaks the truth. A truth that haunts me more than any ghost ever could. Dear Diary, the house is quiet once again. No voices drift up the stairs. No laughter bounces off the walls. It was not my fault. They forced my hand. 
They ignored my warnings. They ignored my pleas. They ignored me. I was left with no choice. This is my home, not theirs. It is clear I was foolish to allow them to stay here. Not just to stay here, but to feel safe here. If only I had not been so blind to the truth. But I have finally done what I should have done long ago. And I know what to do next time. As Mother always said, everyone makes mistakes. But only fools make them twice. Our last story of the evening is by author Danny Mei Chen, who you remember from her story a few weeks ago, The Watchmaker. This is Pact. I think I'll go for a walk tonight. 
nearby. Maybe a change of scenery will clear my head. Maybe I'll jump. Thanks for listening, and thank you so much to my authors. I apologize for the noise in the background. Um, it is election week here in the U.S. for my international listeners. My neighbors are a little bit loud, and so just enjoy the ambient sounds of a Los Angeles neighborhood. Anyway, let's get on to these announcements I had about the guided nightmares. They're not really... announcements is a big term for what this really is. So I just wanted to address the many amazing messages and emails I've gotten about the guided nightmares. I'm so happy so many of you love them. And I wanted to say, because with each email I've gotten telling me how much you love them, it's been a very fretful plea for me to not get rid of them. And don't worry, they're, they aren't going anywhere. I just won't be doing them week to week. And the reason is, is because the reason it was even feasible to do it week to week for, what, seven, six weeks? The first time? Or, or back during Halloween? Back during Halloween. This was just last week. Um, time means nothing anymore. Um, but it was because I had a big backlog from Patreon. And those took me... Those, All of those were an accumulation of guided nightmares from two full years. So it just takes me a while to write them. Don't worry. I, I'm going to try not to be as slow with them as I was on Patreon. I was honestly just convinced that no one was really going to like them. I came out with the first, I think it was episode 18, as like an experiment on the show and kind of put it out on the regular feed. They didn't get great feedback. They didn't get good numbers. Um, that episode didn't get great numbers the first time around. And I was like, huh, people just, you know, they're, they aren't everyone's cup of tea, which they aren't. You know, a lot of people, you also don't have to email me and let me know you hate them either. I know I've already said that, but I get it. It's fine. You don't have to like them. I'm not offended if you don't like them because they're weird. Uh, not everybody likes ASMR. No, not everyone can experience ASMR. And even those of you who can't, some of you still enjoy the guided nightmares for what they are. But um, yeah, so I just wasn't sure that anyone was really going to like them. So even on Patreon, I kind of drug my feet because I wasn't sure if people really, really liked them. Um, but now that I've gotten so much feedback, I promise I won't be as slow as I was before. Um, I write them all myself. And that's another question I got or not really a question. I think a few of you asked me who wrote them or who the author was. And it's me. I write all of them. And it honestly takes me a while to think of good ideas for them. Back in the Patreon days, I actually asked for a list of, you know, just suggestions for settings you would like for the Guided Nightmare. So I would love for lists of settings that you would like to see or experience. Um, I won't promise I'll use all of them, but um, definitely I would love some ideas for that. Um, they're kind of tricky to write because I'm not only balancing the immersion aspect and keeping you in the story and making sure it's all kind of first person sort of first person because I'm narrating it you know what I mean you've you've heard them all while telling a story and keeping it scary and keeping it relaxing so you can see how they're they're pretty tricky to write um, I'd love to do a live stream sometime where we could all talk about them like I'll maybe I'll set aside a time where we 
and give you all enough warning to know that we will all I will have a specific guided nightmare live stream where you can give me feedback um tell me you know what your favorite settings are what your favorite episodes maybe if you want me to revisit I, I mentioned this in the very first one from this season about revisiting settings and I don't think a lot of people understood what I meant because a lot of it was new to a lot of you the guided nightmares were new to all to a lot of you so now I think you know what I mean as in like maybe do you want to go back to the library or to the train or do you want to go back to the uh, where else have we been? A cabin in a lighthouse. Um, do you want to go back to those specific places? Do you want to do those specific places, but maybe kind of a different story that goes around the train because you like the train sounds, but you want like a different story? You know, I'm totally open to a lot of those, a lot of those ideas. Um, they're so experimental that I don't exactly have a map of people who have gone before me to go off of. So, don't worry, my sleep-deprived friends. They aren't going away. They're just kind of difficult to write. And, you know, it's just, it's difficult to come out with two episodes a week um, when you're only one person with no production team. Uh, that's another thing. I know I've gone to Spotify, but it's still just me doing all this. I do my own. I still do all my editing. I still do all my recording. I still record in my, my apartment. <laughs> so I don't have like a team of people around me doing stuff for me I still and now I have lots of other stuff to do on top of that so you know it's all good though um but that's I just wanted to let you know that they're not going away I promise and I'm so happy you've all been so excited about them or not all of you but you know I'm so happy that many of you have been so excited about them and this is why I put this at the end because this was me rambling for a while about them and I didn't want to Anybody who isn't into them, into the guide nightmares, have to sit through that in the beginning. Okay, um, I think that's all for this week. Um, I hope you all had a great Halloween. I hope you're all, you know, doing your best this week. All my U.S. friends doing your best. Um, I wanted to give a quick shout out to, this is a weird week to do international shout outs, but to all of my listeners in India and Australia. Both of you, both countries, the numbers there have been crazy surprising. I mean, just it, I'm even my, my boss was just like, wow, it's just too, I, I don't know. It's exciting for me, just someone from this very small town in America to say, see, I have so much support in these other countries, two countries that I've died to like go visit my whole life. I've always wanted to go to both of those countries. I'm, and so to know that I'm sort of there in spirit a little bit is amazing. And I just wanted to say hi to India and Australia. And I love you. I love you all. <laughs> um, go follow the show on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr. Can you hear my voice is kind of going out after last week recording so much? I think my voice is going out a little bit. I don't think it'll go out all the way, but you know, it's just kind of froggy this week. <laughs> it doesn't help that allergies and you know, oh, I'm rambling. It happened again. Um, go follow the show on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and Reddit, and Facebook. Go jo go join the Facebook group if you're on Facebook still. Um, I understand a lot of you probably uh, quit Facebook this week for various reasons, <laughs> but uh, if you're still there, we're still there too. Uh, go come hang out. It's been it's been fun. I love it. Everybody's been sharing like horror memes and stuff, and it's just become its own like goofy little group. And I love it. I love that it's becoming a community. Like 
my dream is one day for there to be like little break off groups that are like just like the big podcasts have you know like all the like last podcast on the left and my favorite murder and stuff they all have their little break off groups i met most of my internet friends because of the last podcast break off groups including rosemary hi rosemary um she has been my friend because of the last podcast break off group so i'm so happy to see you guys coming together and making friends and it's been amazing okay i'm gonna let you all go it's been a week everyone just drink water and go get some sleep sweet dreams Item number SCP-5186 SCP-7160 SCP-7533 Object Class Euclid Keter Safe Special Containment Procedures Spreading across the hemisphere and kicking up vast amounts of ash and dust <laughs> The only thing I could hear was 7219 <laughs> laughing Do you remember your name? Counseling. Appointment update. I feel them again. Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. They're in my ears! Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. Nobody understands! SCP Archives is a weekly fiction podcast. Each episode, we dive into the strange, the unknown, and the... Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at scparchives.com.